This week, we wonder how in the seven hells is Viserys still alive. We all agree that the new Joffrey has arrived. And he looks like Mike from Stranger Things with a blonde wig. (laughs) Welcome to Bastards and Broken Things. Hello, hello, lovely listeners. I am your host, Sir Len, and this week I'm joined by uh, a gaggle of the fan critical crew. Uh, first up, it's my boy, Bronze John. <laughs> hello. I was hoping you'd say my boy, Emma, or something. That would be quite good. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have taken that, to be fair. Manliest of the whole group here. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. Cheers, Len. How are you, mate? I'm uh, recovering, still recovering from uh, my, my bout of the plague, mm. uh, but I'm getting there uh, one day at a time. Yes. Thank you for asking. Also joined by Lady Baron. How's it going? Yeah, bit, been a bit stressed, but uh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm ready to discuss the show. You slept through all that. Don't worry about it. It's not important. But yeah, I've got <laughs> wine. Okay, good, good. Um, I'm glad to hear you're feeling better. Good effort for waking up early again to do this. No worries. Mm. Make sure, like Damon says, don't drink any of that gold piss. Get yourself some of that Dornish red. Well, it's right? like a sort so, of, I would say, more a Tyrrell rosé. A Tyrrell rosé, mm. yeah. Do they make nice. wine? They do now. I'm drinking it. Well, they are They are gardeners, after all, around that area. Gardeners, they? yeah. Tyrells and high towers and things. Gardeners. Gardeners wine. P- pulling up weeds. <laughs> um, and th- <laughs> that voice you hear is, of course, Lady Emma Arryn, uh, who has returned from her nightly feed with little Gareth, and she's now this here again. with us. He, he can't join us today. <laughs> Fast asleep after his feed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I apologise. Yeah, I'm going to have to evict the cat because she's purring too excitedly, thinking mm. about House of the Dragon. So just, there we go. Oh, it's nice to be back. Mm. I haven't been here for weeks. Welcome mm. back. Thanks. I've come armed, not not with a, a Terrell rosé, but a cup of nighttime tea. Yeah. Because it's late and I'm an old lady. Milk of the poppy, lovely. Yeah, more of that. Indeed. Buckets of milk of the poppy for you. That's what, that's what I need. <laughs> buckets of it. Um, now, you know, a lot can happen uh, since the last time you've been on, Emma, but also in 10 years, a lot can happen. Mm. People change. Rivalries grow, friendships might blossom, and the ravages of age come for us all. And that's just With the that podcast. With that in mind, <laughs> and that's just a podcast, yeah. yeah. How do we feel about episode six of House of the Dragon, uh, the princess and the queen? Uh, a 10-year time jump. We've got new actors, we've got new characters, we've got dead characters, we've got new dragons, we've got old, <laughs> old dragons. And, of course, we've also got some new locations, which is a nice little surprise. Um, how do we feel about this episode, guys? I need your blueberry score and your overall thoughts, and I'm going to throw it to Lady Emma Aaron first. Um, so I am caught up on all all of the hot takes and the podcasts. I've been thoroughly enjoying both of them. Um, <laughs> and I, I just to clarify for everybody else, up until this suck point, up. I, I would have given up. every episode mm. a four, as Len did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was excited for this episode because I thought, right, we've left it at a really interesting point. 
now we're going to do a time jump. I knew it was happening. We're like over halfway through. Excellent. However, Mm. I feel this fell a little flat for me. Um, And as much as the, the performances are great, most of them, I'm sort of half interested in a few things. I want to know what's happening, but <laughs> it did not hit home like the other episodes had. And it didn't have the impact on me that the younger characters and the kind of drama that we had there did. Um, which means, unfortunately, that I'm going to be giving episode six a three blueberry, which mm. feels sad. And I know a three is still a decent score. It's a good score. But it's not what I ex- It is. It's average. Mm. It's slightly above it's average, good. but it's average. Yeah. But it's not what I'd expect to be giving House of the Dragon. Uh, and it, I mean, the highlight for me, I think, was Damon. Um, and, and He's always possibly, the highlight. Well, yeah. Uh, and actually, I have to say... No, I disagree. Um, as you said, Joffrey V2, um, but not actual Joffrey, uh, played by David Tennant's son, Ty Tennant. Uh, my favourite line of the episode was when he calls his little brother a twat which I thought yeah, was excellent. And that's going to fall flat with the Americans. I don't think they have that word out there. Um, but apart from I that, I do, but twit. I don't think it's a bit it, of a rogue word. Twat. Um, I don't think it had enough impact for the first episode after the time jump. And I think that's the shame for me. Like, even though quite a lot happened, I don't think it felt impactful. I think it could have been bigger and better. So there you go. There's my... I was going to say my hot take. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to get rid of this cat. I apologise. Mate, can you fuck off? Yeah, a bit of animal cruelty caught on the pod. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Someone call the RSPCA. Yeah, yeah literal her. brutality to felines. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, um, yeah, there you go. Right. That's my hot right, take. Thanks, Sam. Thanks. I'm, I'm going to go next, actually. I'm not going to go last. I'm going to go next. I've fucked things around this week. And I've just <laughs> said, oh, right, that's it. I'm going second. Um, I think, to counteract you a little bit, Emma that this is the best episode of the season, in my opinion. Really? Um, yeah, I, I do. I do. Uh, I think there's some excellent stuff in here. Um, and I have to say, I was concerned. I said this in a hot take. I was concerned about the older actresses because I think the younger actresses have done a fantastic job. Uh, but I didn't even think about them once when I watched this episode um, because I think that the older incarnations of these characters... Uh, feels like the complete natural progression of where we left the characters off. If you you sort of you know see them in ten years' time, I kind of buy it all, and I, I have no issue with it at all. And I think the performances are very good. Um, I you know I really like Rhaenyra now, <laughs> um, and Emma I think Darcy. there's some clear. Yeah, I thought she was fantastic. I thought she was really really good. Um, so I, you know I I think the I think there's a lot that happens in this episode I think it's quite action-packed in terms of like events you know we lose a lot of characters um I thought the music from Dewadi this episode took a step up from what it has been in earlier in the season I think he's actually written some new themes um and it's interesting to see how the teams are forming, you know, the, the greens and the blacks. And uh, you, you, I'm sorry, I don't know how anyone can support Alison's team at the moment. They're full of fucking dickheads. Um, there's, that is a concern for me that there's no, 
um, there's no sort of likable features about Alison at, at all anymore. That's a, a bit of a concern. But, you know, she's gone full paranoid. I can kind of see that. I understand why that's happening. She feels isolated in the Red Keep. She feels isolated in court. So I get it. Um, it's still not a five blueberry for me, uh, this episode. Definitely not. Uh, it, does, it doesn't do an... It doesn't it doesn't do enough for me, but there are moments in here where I can see with some things coming up that I know from the books, if they handle it like they're handling it at the moment with the interpretations of, of, of some of these key events and, and giving us some really juicy, juicy information, I think there is a five in here now. So this episode may not be a five, it's a four for me, but it has given me the opportunity to see that it is possible to have uh, some stunning moments coming up. I think they will hammer one of these episodes home, and it looks like it's tracking to be probably episode nine as usual, <laughs> the penultimate one. So, yeah, that's my that's my thoughts on it. I'm going to throw it to uh, Lucy, Lucy next. Can I just post caveat my three by saying yeah. I didn't think no. the performances or the actors were terrible. It was just the 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 episode itself. So I'd like to say they were excellent. Ah, Before anyone thinks I'm a total prick. No one thinks you're a prick, Emma. You can say what you want. The only person here who thinks you're a prick is your cat, who you've abused <laughs> several times. She will not. She will not fuck off. I think this episode's really hard to blueberry because I think it had some mm. of the strongest scenes so far in the season, but there was also a lot that was very rushed and unearned to me personally. You say it's action packed; it certainly was, but I almost think there was too much going on in one go. So there were characters that we were had not really been properly introduced to that we were kind of shown um, maybe sort of to get an attachment to and then suddenly they're dead. And you're like, okay, am I supposed to really care? Because I didn't really know who they were before this. The new um, Rhaenyra was fantastic. I thought she brought a new dimension to the character, but I find yeah, it a definitely. little bit jarring how... So she's new, um, but for example... So Kristen's the diff- is the same actor, but now she looks old enough to be his <laughs> yeah. mum. I didn't really <laughs> see why Alison needed to Crispy. change it all. I don't think she looks that much older than the original Alison. Uh, so that's oh, really? where I, yeah, okay. I, I was like, I don't really see the difference. I suppose the acting was different and the characterization. I, I thought they were both very strong. Um, yeah, it's, it's Ooh, difficult. Strong. I think, ooh, RIP. Ooh. Again, Damon's very oh. underwhelming to me as a character. Um, I'm not sure what they're doing with him. Mm. I don't understand anything about him really. Uh, it's it's difficult. It is difficult watching it. I I was enjoying it. It's only really when I look back at it, I just thought, gosh, they have they've crammed a lot in when not much has really happened up to this point. But I did think so much. Of it was really, really strong and quite Game of Thronesy. I'm gonna err on the side of generosity and give it four, but it you can't. I know you can't have halves, but just because no, some some halves. of the the scenes, particularly early on, I did think were really strong, and I I think you know they they have kind of sacrificed character development on the altar of plot again, but I'm I'm gonna give it mm. four, and I think what you say is right, yeah. Len. In that, in some ways, this was the strongest episode, and if they can kick on from this and. But then I know there's going to be another time jump and I just think, oh, it's just a lot, a lot going on. I'm just trying to think about the kid's age. Uh, and it's You've been in trouble for that old, before, haven't you? How old? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I do think that right, to have John. that in this one season, it's just a bit, 
and towards like in the second half, it's yeah. like the children are going to age years and years. It's it's quite rushed, yeah. and it maybe makes me think they yeah. didn't, they didn't trust themselves or the network to to allow them to tell the story over maybe two seasons. I think it's interesting because you're right. Actually, what episode are we on six? We've got four more. So so yeah, they're, they're going to have the kids for a little bit longer. The the princelings, I think, and episode then eight there is will the be. Time jump. So we've got one more. There, okay. Thanks, John. Thank you, John. Yeah. So that's another. So there will be a significant time jump because those princes do need to grow a bit older and obviously have their dragons. So it's going to be um, going to be interesting. But yeah, uh, good points, Lucy. That they are rushing a lot of stuff. Um, they're trying to show you. I think this season's all about showing you how did we get to civil war, you know? And and it, it, it and it is a thing that doesn't happen over. Whereas Game of Thrones happens over like two years, it is a thing that takes place over decades because of decisions made at the Great Council in 101 AC, etc. But John, let me know your thoughts, please, on, on on this latest episode. I'm interested. I'm interested to see where you fall down on this one. I'm quite surprised at Lucy's score, to be honest, because I, it, a lot of what Lucy's saying is exactly the problem that I have with this entire season. Um, and, and I mentioned it in our Lord of the Rings podcast, I was talking about the importance, very good podcast. Go and listen to that. Stop listening to this, actually. Um, we talk about... No, don't do no, that. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> so we talk about pacing in that. And um, there are some moments in this episode, and, and I suspect, Len, uh, the reason why you enjoyed this episode is you're a book reader. So for someone that's... Cut, for, no, not... Well, I mean, he is a nerd, but not because he reads books. Um <laughs> I suspect you watch this episode and uh, early on in this season where when they um, showed Harwin strong, you're like, oh, yeah, there's a strong boys. Yeah. 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 And obviously everyone else yeah. that watches it is like, who the fuck are they? What have they got to do with anything? And that's the problem we have. Yeah. That's the problem that we have, that TV show viewers are going to watch this episode and there are moments in this episode where it's like, who's this guy? Who's this person? Why yep. does she matter? She's no, dead. I see that. Mm-hmm. Right, I okay. See that, yeah. What's going on with the dragon? What's the relationship? Who is this one again? Oh, she's dead. Who cares? Like there's no attachment to these characters. None. Mm. And it's like it's too, it's gone too quick. Like I I get they that they have to get to the actual story. But it's mm. it's sacrificing like any kind of importance in any of these scenes, and uh, I think I mentioned this. But in, also, like... in fairness, cool. You could have just sat off the crab feeder and used that time to further develop some stuff. Well, potentially, I, I mean, like they obviously wanted to give Damon his his moment in the sun to kind of paint him as this mm. like badass warrior, um, yeah, massive warrior. Um, I. <laughs> Again, I think I'm going to echo Lucy here. I don't get Damon's performance. I really don't. Like it's interesting. And, and, that is and interesting. The, and the problem I think here is, I mean, he's a bit of a dick at the beginning, and then and then it's like, well, actually, no, he's he is just a dick, isn't he? And then they've got this moment but not where not even in a cool way. No, he's not even like a good villain. Like, he's aging he? extremely well versus his brother. I'll give him that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's yeah. like I don't care about him like why am i supposed to care about this family like bearing in mind if we if we were watching this 
and it was just in one fell swoop a, a three, four, five hour film. We've gone from he sees her at the wedding, and he's a little bit of a chat, and you're like, oh, something could develop there. Next episode, they've got three kids or whatever it is, and they and they've been married for X amount of years. What the fuck do I care? Yeah, I, yeah, I it obviously loses as, as, everything that's been built up. Yeah, so it's kind of like. And and Harwin Strong is is a, is a good example of this, where it's like, yeah, I was quite looking forward to seeing his character. Um, yep. Well, he's dead now, so it's like, well, who cares? It, it, it's almost getting like the Barristan Selmy treatment, where it's like, God, he's cool. I mean, but even in a much worse way. Oh, he's cool, isn't he? Oh, yeah. he's, what? Where's he been for all this time? Oh, he's dead. He's dead. Right, brilliant. Um. And again, like if you were a show watcher, I, I I could get that there are certain characters like that. I've I've spoken to people that have watched the series and not read the books, and there are characters that we would love that people just don't identify with because they just don't see enough of them in the show. So for for me, that this episode, this is the problem with this show, and and I I'll give it a free bloob when the when the episode ended, I was like, yeah, it was a good episode, but. But it encompasses all the problems that this has. Go, going from a show that was mm. written, as you said, probably over two years or whatever, and you suffer through that for seven seasons. And look, let's be honest here: Game of Thrones ended on a fucking whimper. But, yeah. but for those first four or five seasons, it was great. It was great. That this already feels like it's it's bad. <laughs> like it, it doesn't feel like like a high caliber show to me. And look, that might be enough for certain individuals. And yeah, I I, I get that season two and, and three, if they do one, um, there will be moments where I'm like, oh, that's quite cool to see it happen uh, on screen. But I'm not going to be like, wow, that was amazing. That needed to happen. I think it's a bit charmless, this show, I have to say. Yeah, it's quite grim in a way that there's no levity or light relief or hope. Well, yeah, I, I thanks, John. I think there's a lot of things in there to unpack, which we'll get through in the plot. I will say that I think this season is more so than any other season. Like, if they stick to their word, they're in, you know, this rushing will not be happening in future seasons. Mm. And this is the, this is like the prologue. Um, which is literally just hopping around, giving us all these instances. I do agree about the char- the characters. Like, I really was looking forward to seeing Harwin. He seemed like such a cool character, and he's gone. And we didn't really have, <clears throat> you know, he's probably had a cumulative amount of about two minutes screen time. So I'm a bit disappointed about that. And I get it that you, you, you want to get attached to these characters. I think... It's not even that I want to. It's that, like, if you're watching any sort of film tv show whatever you, you you're supposed to react to things like that happening like i mean i I felt more gutted for the hand of of the king you know like oh poor yeah. line so because he built a yeah. connection right yeah um but he but he's had a he's had a lot more time he, his performance pretty good to be honest like of of the people pretty in this good, yeah. in this series thus far that have had limited time he is one of very few characters where I I have you know, full empathy for. He he did a lot with what he was given, um, but yeah, but, but there, and and 
the king as well, obviously. Um, you know, pa- pa- Paddy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paddy, Paddy great. Paddy's playing that so so well, and um, I, I I do genuinely think it is fucking ridiculous that he is he the crap is zombie now, and it's like. Can I just say? Can I just make a point here? <laughs> yeah. Last episode, I said, why don't they just cut his arm off? And I wouldn't say I was ridiculed, but that was quite. There was a no-no that that wouldn't happen. Mm. And what do we see? Risky. He has no, yeah, yeah, yeah. his arm's gone. It so fell off. You're right, you're right. All right. I didn't even notice was, that. Fell off, didn't it? Yeah, no arm. It's leprosy, isn't it? They cut it off, but, like, at my it, suggestion. No, it fell off. I don't yeah. remember that at all. Maester Baron. Listen back, and I said it. this. <laughs> Okie yes. dokie. Well, let's crack on. Uh, we're going to have a quick advert break. Are you suffering from leprosy? Cut your arm off. <laughs> Just cut it off. <laughs> Genital herpes. Go cut down to Maester Baron's leprosy store. We'll cut it right off for <laughs> you. Yeah, what ails you? <laughs> oh, he's dead. Who cares? We only knew him for about 20 seconds. That's the advert. Don't worry, lovely listeners. This isn't an advert to cure your leprosy. This is instead a little advert to say, uh, please do uh, subscribe and share the podcast. And you can also join us uh, at the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash fan critical where you can get access to some bonus content uh, but most importantly just support the podcast uh, with a little bit of financial aid yeah give us some of those gold <laughs> dragons yeah, yeah? Mm. we we're making you dear listener the master of coin if you will so decide to give it to us and that would be very lovely that's patreon.com uh, forward slash fan critical as the team have mentioned earlier there is a lord of the rings review out at the moment uh, lucy and John have done the first four episodes for you. They've gone and done the first four episodes for you, haven't they? And it's uh, only gone it's and really it. good in that. Completed it, mate. It's really good in that. Completed it. So do go check that out. We will have a second uh, podcast on Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, at the end of the season, covering episodes five to eight. Uh, so mainly, yeah, just go subscribe, share, check out Lord of the Rings, and patreon.com forward slash fancritical to join the Patreon. Thank you very much. Now let's jump in to the plot. All right, guys, let's uh, let's crack on. We've got a lot to cover because 10 years, yeah? So 10 years after the events of uh, episode five, bloody forgot where we were, uh, Rhaenyra gives birth to her third child, whom Sir Lainor names Joffrey. But Alison is keen to see the baby straight away, literally the moment uh, little Joffrey is born. Um, what do we think about this opening scene? So, of all the things that I've slagged this episode off for, <laughs> this first like opening scene and opening scenes um, are fantastic. Emma Darcy plays Rhaenyra just beautifully, uh, painfully, in this whole kind of afterbirth, struggling up the stairs. Alicent's amazing, and actually, Paddy Considine is when when he meets his grandson, he's so utterly kind of oblivious to anything that's happening other than there being a small child in the room you know and, and then the suffering and the young and the discomfort and the fact that she's literally just had to give birth and then walk halfway through the castle with her newborn child not not appropriate um i thought it was really powerful and that's why i had really high hopes for the episode so it was a great opening yeah it was yeah it's a good contrast to obviously her mother's 
birth scene. There's a lot of uh, parallels towards that first episode scene in this episode. Uh, why does Alison want to see the baby straight away? Power play. A, is this one a Velaryon or is it not? No, yeah, it's another strong. <laughs> I want to see it straight away. I found this, the, it very vis- I had a very visceral reaction to it. I don't know, probably because I have a baby of my own. But um, yeah, the idea of having to sort of walk through the... Uh, the palace, seeing people, there's all the people sort of gathered in the hall and she has mm. to sort of go past them. It's all, yeah, it was quite a, a brutal, visceral scene, but she did a fantastic job. Um, Alison, yeah, she's very, she's not even good villain, again. She's not like <laughs> Cersei, like Queen Bitch. No, she's just mean. Your motivations make no sense. You're a dweeb. No, yeah, no. She's dweeby. Well, well, hold on. Her motivations do make sense. Her motivations for her children do, but her sort of. Yeah, but that's all anger she is now. And, and, and Rhaenyra. Yeah, but has never really made sense to me. But okay, but this is the problem, isn't it? This, I mean, this is the game of of Thrones, isn't it? No, it isn't. Um, oh, name of the show. Where it's you know she's she's protective of her family, and unfortunately, with the way in which uh, this whole thing works, she she's entitled to be slightly worried that. <laughs> Her kids are at risk. Oh, I, I get that. And she knows like what could happen to them. But I just think her fixation before... No, but remember that thing that happened six children. years before this. No, you don't because oh, yeah, we never saw end. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think she's... Um, yeah. Nobody likes her, obviously. So it's quite clear. I, it's an interesting contrast because I felt like younger Alison was more mature than older Alison, who's behaving like a 15-year-old snipey teenager. Um, and actually, it doesn't. It doesn't feel. It doesn't even feel vindictive, or like there's anything behind it. It just feels petty. I think she plays it beautifully, and you can kind of. She's almost like slightly unhinged, in the way that she just all she can think about is. And bored. Driving. She yeah, and bored. very bored, and just and like, got nothing else to do. Yeah, but fret. I I, and, um, I will. I will. But say, again, you know. I mean, this is. This is now book Alison, though. You know, the, 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 yeah, exactly. This right. was the issue that quite a lot of people had, or book readers had earlier in the season, where it was like, uh, it felt like Otto was was driving the whole thing, whereas actually Alison, at least in the books or the interpretation in the books, has always been quite uh, a power grabby, aspirational. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, and I think that's, yeah, that's right. That goes back to what you just said, John, though, is that we, we've we not seen the last 10 years. And although I understand the point of doing that, it, it does, you lose something in it because you lose a whole 10 years of rivalry and relationships and background. So, you know, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm not yet at current events in the book. Smart Money Lucy was correct. Yes, I have started reading Fire and Blood. Ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. Um, but you do, you, you lose the impact of it because you don't understand what's happening there's no context like so with with strong for example like you said it gets two minutes sorry i'm jumping forward and then structure but getting a couple of minutes of screen time with no it takes a minute to get the connection and it would would have been better if we didn't have to do that Mm. well joffrey of course is uh an interesting name for the baby of course named after joffrey uh Lomoth, the Knight of Kisses, or whatever he's called, uh, who was obviously had his head caved in at the wedding 
previous episode. So Lainor naming it after his uh, ex-lover, which is a very interesting choice. Bit of a risky one, in my it's opinion. It's also actually, if you uh, think que- about it, like I, I'm not saying that if your lover was murdered 10 years ago, you'd forget about it. But the fact that he's immediately like, yeah, Joffrey, it's like, that did happen 10 years ago. And that's the first thing you thought. <laughs> get over it. Yeah. Well, get, not get over, over it, it mate. But you'd think that it would have sort of, time would have lessened the kind of pain and the, the memory of him. Hmm. It's because, but because oh, we've well. just seen it, he's like, "Yeah, Joffrey," well, and we're all like, "Oh, yeah, of course." It's like, well, that was ten years. I think ago. we should probably invite listeners, mm. anyone that's gone through some horrific grief in the last ten years. Oh, if you want to write in, oh, just tell God. us if you've gotten over it, because uh, Lucy definitely thinks you should have done by now. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> it's just the fact that he immediately went to Joffrey. Yeah, more than like ten years ago. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Queen Alicent notes that Joffrey's hair, uh, like his, bo- his brother Jacaris and uh, brothers Jacaris and Lucaris, uh, is brown rather than Targaryen silver. She presses Viserys to declare them bastards with no succession rights, which he obviously rejects. Um, so, yeah, the strong boys. Mm. Uh, I think it's safe to say that the episode pretty much confirms throughout the course of the episode that these are Sir Harwin Strong's children. Um, Handsome little it's lads. It's rumoured in the books or whatever, but you know, they are sweet it's all almost boys. certain in the books, but it's certain here. They do seem very sweet, don't they? Um, little mops of hair. Oh. Better than the other <clears throat> freaks that they have to play with. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Or Jesus. Whatever. Hey, come on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can't call kids that. Right. Everything. Hey. <laughs> hey. Ty Tennant's at least like I'm 18. Joking. He's an adult. You can call him a freak. He doesn't look like that in real life. He likes to jerk off out windows, but we'll get yeah, to we'll that, get to a that bit later, a bit. won't we? Because uh, we'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Alison uh, then confides in uh, Crispy, Sir Crispy Cole, um, at how frustrated she is that no one admits that these kids are bastards. Uh, Crispy uh, then proceeds to sort of have a little rant about Rhaenyra, calls her the c-word, and uh, he calls her what? Goes, that was beneath <laughs> me. You're the c-word, mate. Uh, that was beneath well, me, your grace. Then I'm sorry. He calls her a spoiled cunt, yeah. is what he says. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, thanks, yep. John. And again, that was 10 um, years ago. Why is he still so hung up on it? Yeah, isn't it? Why is he still there? Oh, Why are you so obsessed with me? Just in like, it. fuck off. W- <laughs> He's had a fall from uh, grace. In Bloody, it. isn't he? Get over it. But you murdered someone. You've been pardoned. Do you want to just like move on with your life? And also, even if you've been pardoned, why is he still in the service of the Queen 10 years later? Surely, I mean, he is of no use now. No. What use is he? I'm sure that he has some uses. Yeah. Yeah. He's had a haircut. I like the hair, guys. I did say, hair's better. Yeah. But he's a little prick and a little creep, so I hate him now. I will say that that Kristen Cole, you know, we talked about this in the books uh, last week where it just goes, he goes from like Rhaenyra's confidant and like, they're always seen together to literally, they, he, he despises her. And <laughs> it, obviously we've got this amazing, uh, I think, revelations of, of what happened in, in the show and, you know, the interpretations of what happened. And he is an extremely, extremely bitter individual. <laughs> um, and it's annoying because he was, he was a cool character to sort of follow in his early years, but 10 years has made him horrible. And I can tell you something, it's not going to get any oh, better, guy. It's not going to get any better. spoiling it. He, he is just a dickhead now. Um, so <laughs> get used to that. But I thought I thought it was very you know, mean girls, how they were like, bitching about him yeah. and stuff. I was like, <laughs> oh, bitching about Renier. I was like, so weird. Ha, <laughs> ha, 
uh, you know, anyway. Don't try and quote um, <laughs> I can see you reaching I was trying to think of a Mean Girls. Yeah, I was reaching for a Mean Girls quote, and I'm going to put that one back <laughs> in the locker. Yeah, I'll save that for a different Save podcast. it for the Five Blue episode. I did one. Why are you so um, obsessed with me? That's from. Um, I know, I know, mean I know. Girls. You could put it off. Yeah. You could put it off. You like see, you're in love with me or like Aegon. There you go. Right. You can pull it off like Aegon. No, we'll get on to that. Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, we'll get on to that. Oh, yeah. We'll get off to that in a minute. What? Uh, no, sorry. What? <laughs> Speak for yourself, Len. I won't be. <laughs> uh, all right, fussy. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah, Jesus. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> all right. We see. Um, the young princes in the dragon pit as we see Jace, uh, which is Jakar. We're going to be shortening Jakar now. He's Jace. Jace. Uh, as he tries to calm. Yeah, that's what he's called in the book, Jace. Like Jace is his. They do call him yeah, that in Jace, the show. Jace, they say Jace. Jace is his nickname. It's his like, shortened name. Uh, tries to claim his uh, dragon, Vermax, um, which is quite cool. I quite like seeing the little young dragon. He's a bit scary. Uh, and then. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, little yeah. He's a bit more like, yeah. oh, tense. Oh, yeah. Bit like a velociraptor. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite fun. Um, and then Aymond, Alison's second son, gets bullied uh, with the pink dread. That's quite a funny little piggy still. That, walk, that walks out. <laughs> little piggy yeah, walks out. Yeah, we've got your dragon, look. He's not a pig, to be honest. He is a pig. We're winding him <laughs> up, aren't we? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's oh, very mean. I was re- Jacaris. I was really it's excited pig, for a mate. dragon. Fucking hell. I was really... Yeah. <laughs> is it Viserys or is Alison that's like, why would you think that... They would have found a, a dragon, like just in yeah, the just wild for you. About in flea oh, it's only a kid. <laughs> like no sympathy there. Why did you believe it? <laughs> Who wants a bacon? Anyone? Uh, oh. That um, poor kid. It's just hijinks, though, and it's not that bad, is it? Or am I just mean? No, it's yeah, hijinks. Prank. It's a prank. I think this is quite interesting because. Uh, this is showing that the kids, um, like the strong boys and the, the you know, Alison's kids, actually don't really dislike each other at this point. They're sort of working together on this prank and they're sort of... Eamon is actually the one who's getting bullied, which is, you know, Alison's second uh, son. So it's trying to show you that, that at this point, you know... Boys will it, be boys. It's, it's Alison who's trying to... Yeah, boys will be boys. And it's Alison who's trying to drive uh, a wedge... A wedge in them, um, which is which is interesting. Um, I also think it's interesting to note here that you know, as much as people say uh, the strong boys are bastards, uh, they've had two dragons hatch out of eggs when they were born. So that is a huge, that's a huge thing. Like if the egg doesn't hatch, uh, and they're not bound from birth, it's actually a little bit frowned upon. You'll actually see Damon later in the episode sort of be a bit weird to one of his daughters and not to the other, the one who hasn't got a dragon yet. He fancies um, one and, and not the other. <laughs> Probably. Oh, um, that's a weird take. Uh, but yeah, could it's be, the style could be at the time, isn't it, with him? Um, so, so, so the fact they've had a dragon hatch, two dragons hatch, uh, Jason Luke's, I believe, hatch, um, and Joffrey's just been given one. So it's it's a little bit of a... An annoyance for Alison because she's like, yeah, if they were bars, if they, if there were no eggs that hatch, they'd be like, wow, that's that's huge. So that's quite interesting. But their mother is a Targaryen, um, so that's not as in she any says, doubt, is it? Later in the episode, you're Targaryens. That's Probably someone went in there and just thought, just was hitting it, just cracked it open. <laughs> 
Hello. <laughs> Anyone there? Yeah. These these are yours, yeah. You have to hang around oh. with these boys now. Yeah, for fuck's sake. Um, so Alison scolds uh, Egon for pranking his brother Abend, and then says he must prepare himself to fight for the throne. But obviously, this is uh, the way she does this is by yanking him from a window after he's jerking off over the, <laughs> the bells. Jerking off. Having a wank. Jerk this is a British podcast. He's having a wank out the window. He's having a wank. Yeah. Um, why is he doing yeah. that? Yeah. Power. Um, and he's a teenager. <clears throat> if you lived in a castle and you could wank off over all the poor people because you were going to do it one day, wouldn't you do <laughs> yeah, it? That is true. Yeah, just think. I, I mean, I would. That, John definitely would. John definitely would. Uh, the sea air really, you know, gets me going. So just, you know, get that fresh air. <laughs> I'm joking. It definitely <laughs> does. Okay, now. Captain Birdseye gone wrong. Never <laughs> <laughs> having those fish fingers Captain again. Fucking hell. Oh, um, oh come disgusting. on. Disgusting. It? it? Come on. Um, <laughs> Crass. But, <laughs> me? Fucking hell, you brought sea air up. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you're jerking off over fucking... You're wanking off over the, the, the poor yes. people, mate. Unbelievable. Yes. Power. Uh, why... It, what is that scene? What is the... Uh, I mean, do they have to? It's meant to show it's shorthand that he's a bit of a deviant, so they don't have to develop his character. They say, "Look, he did this. He's obviously a bit of a freak." There you go. He'll be a different actor next time. Don't get too attached. Don't care. Nepotism again. Brilliant. Another actor's <laughs> child. <laughs> well, David Tennant's not in it. Imagine that. Who's he's David a child Tennant of two actors. In this? Yeah. He plays that the that older. Doesn't make it better. <laughs> Pig dread. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, bizarre. Okay, really bizarre. Uh, it's interesting that Alison fully believes now that Rhaenyra is just going to kill her children, uh, which I, I, I can understand from a sort of medieval, that's maybe the way that things would go sort of standpoint. But Rhaenyra really, uh, we've seen her character, there's no inkling of that at all, that she would do that. Ten She's years of whispers so, though, isn't it? Yeah, whispers. I think it's what Alison say, yeah. would do in that situation. So she's putting that on Rhaenyra when actually... The fact that she called Rhaenyra up, like when she was a few seconds postpartum, she is cruel. Whereas I don't think we've ever seen any sort of real cruelty to Rhaeny- to Rhaenyra, not deliberate malice anyway. Mm. She might have been cruel. You could say she was cruel to Kristen in a way by not wanting to run off and marry him. But I don't think she has that she cruelty is... in her. Well, I mean, it wasn't intentional with Crispy though. No, she didn't want to. She's been him. extremely reckless though. Like, but that's not the same thing. What it, I think it, I think it's quite dangerous, like in in her position. So she was going to bang her uncle in some brothel. In but who's flea that bottom. being cruel towards? That's not. She's not showing any malice in doing that. She's just trying to do what she wants. But it is. She doesn't want to be constrained. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's ignorance more than anything. I think. Hold that energy in the the next few episodes, and, and we'll see. Stop spoiling. I'm saying she hasn't <laughs> done anything yet. Only no, 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 thousands no, of people are going to die she's your from hero the princess. bloody hot take. No, we'll see, won't we? We'll see. No. All right, let's move on. Uh, Damon and his new wife, Lena Valarian, she's gonna are be good. riding Bloodworm and Vega. <laughs> yeah, she's going to be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought she was they are at uh, they visit Essos uh, with their daughters, Bela and Reyna, uh, where the Prince of Pentos offers them a lordship in exchange for an alliance against the Triarchy, who are back in the Stepstones. Um, that's interesting that they're back. 
Um, I've written here, it's cool to be in Pentos again. Um, been a while. Obviously, Pentos has a huge significance for Game of Thrones. It's where Illyrio houses Danny and uh, Viserys the Third um, before, you know, basically the start of Game of Thrones. And he's he, Illyrio is a mastermind with Viserys again, with with putting a Targaryen back on the throne. So it's quite cool to be back in Pentos. I kind of just wanted this scene to hurry up, to be honest. <laughs> did you? Yeah. What did you think about uh, Lena claiming Vega, John? Uh, I mean, what do you mean? Like, well, why didn't we see it? Like, like yeah. you've got the There's no time, the most legend. Well, this is it. It's fucking called. It's called the House of Dragons. <laughs> you, you, you got you've dragon. got the most no, legendary you... dragon that's left no, alive, you... Vega. Okay, but you know that that moment is going to be reserved for someone else. They'll make it a bigger deal. Of course. Of course. Because otherwise it's like you've got fucking people just claiming dragons every fucking five minutes. You know, oh, I mean, this moment yeah, doesn't Yeah, there are a few that get claims. How to claim your dragon. <laughs> <laughs> very good, Lucy. Very good. Very good. Um, I've seen that, seen that Disney thing, uh, how to claim your dragon. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool because Lena, when she was younger... Um, you know, when she was that really awkward, disgusting scene where Viserys is like talking to her to see if she he, he's, she's going to be his wife. Mother says uh, I won't have to bed these... you till I'm 14. Yeah, exactly. She was asking loads of questions about Vagar. Um, so it's interesting that her fascination with Vagar is, you know, and and, and claimed, claimed but her. Again, so Vagar is a girl, <clears throat> dragon. When, when we spoke about that scene <laughs> and we were like, well, clearly... Um, out of nowhere, this chat that means nothing to the chat they were having. So, oh yeah, have you heard about this dragon yeah, right. that everyone's saying to miss him for a while, and they they, it's singing these sad songs and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, well then that's going to be important, but it isn't. It isn't because you never see no. it. But like you said, John, we might see something with uh, Vega later on. So that's a very good point. I've got a quick question here: is is Damon fucking fireproof? What what's going on with this fireproofing shit? Who, which Targaryens are fireproof at the moment? Because there's a moment where where there's like a fucking uh, Vagar's like done an atom bomb in the sky of fire and, and Damon's just like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just fly through that. I thought it was very interesting. I thought it was weird. I thought it was weird. I, I, <clears throat> I didn't read into it, it that probably, way, but why not? I mean, seen it before, haven't we? It probably means yeah, but nothing. It's only a sh- and they've <clears throat> just, it's just an oversight, but, but we're reading into it because we like to do that. It must mean something. Or but why it's only a show it? creation that, that Targaryens are fireproof, because because in the book Danny has survived miraculously in the fire, and they Georgie makes a point of saying it's not a usual thing. Um, whereas it, it kind of feels like they've like Game of Thrones made it a thing now, and not the books. And now it's like you know we've seen Viserys like grabbing a dagger, it's red hot, it's like not burning him. He's putting his hand over candles and shit. I'm like, yeah, but it, then his arm not fell off. Fireproof so... guys. Yeah. <laughs> Because they can't be fireproof because that's a bit of a problem for the upcoming little war that we're ha- having. Do you know what I mean? Well, maybe. <laughs> so, don't know, is not, it? Just like, just like they're not all dragon riders. Maybe they're not all fireproof. Season 17. Like, fucking hell, is anyone going to die in this? <laughs> <laughs> but they're not fucking fireproof. None of them other, other than Danny are, and she's not even technically fireproof. It was just so one time. Oh, and the night she's king. She's one time thing. No, twice. Fire can't kill a dragon. Oh, yeah, so I guess some of them are just 
have got it and some of them don't. Yeah. Really dragging Interesting. Just, just thought it was interesting. Um, all right, let's move on to what I thought was actually a, quite a, another traumatising type of scene, uh, which is uh, the agonising labour scene of Lena. Another one, uh, who is, Yeah, another one. Who is I think, are we going to stop birth. seeing labour scenes? Never. Uh, no, because there's more kids coming, I think. Um, so uh, she's unable to give birth and the maester type, doctor over on so i don't think they have maesters as doctors uh says um you know we could do the same operation this is a very good like parallel to what Viserys' decision was i actually felt damon said not to do it i actually watched it back and he sort of he not he sort of says no yeah he does say no uh which i think humanizing moment for damon um you know an interesting character um <laughs> and then he doesn't even really and say then Lena decides, this is the problem like I, I, he looks upset. He look. He look. He looks a bit upset. He I looks think he's a just bit reacting upset, to the scene. He's so, like, oh, again, it's like this is unpleasant. Yeah, yeah. He's socially and emotionally inept. That's what it no, is. No, and that's on. why he behaves the way he behaves. He just. I, I'm not sure he's doing anything. Like, I, I know there's a bit of a, you know, a, I know I'm in the minority here when it comes to to Matt Smith's performance, but I don't know. He just doesn't seem to be doing much. No. I'm in that minority also. It's quite a blank a blank character, very nothingy in my mind. I think people that have read the books are probably like, oh yeah, he's cool because of the character in the book, but I'm not getting really much at all. Can I use another parallel here? And and this might be slightly unfair, but I mean Jamie Lannister is an absolute bell end in season one. And then you contrast it with um the speech that he has with Brienne in the bath where he's talking about burn them all and he's just broken as an individual. And it's like, yeah, so this is actual, like the the difference between just playing up to being this character that everyone hates to the, the real person and what actually happened. And obviously in, I mean, that's like probably six or seven months worth of story over three or four. So I think it was the third season that was. This yeah, is the difference. Really We've got ten years of Damon, and it's like I don't even know who this guy is really. <laughs> like, yeah, I I think that element of of I don't know who he is. He doesn't know who he is. He he is a very <laughs> well. That's going to be a problem the for the viewer. You, you know this. <laughs> that is going to be a problem because he is so up and down, and he's such a fucking. He does things where you're like, I really hate what you've just done there. And he does things where you're like, okay, I, I kind of like. Held the door open there. for someone, and he's. Oh, he's... It was all right. <laughs> what a hero! Yeah. I do feel the fandom has this sort of candle for um, for Damon. You know, they're always like, I, I'll like him no matter what he does. Mm, definitely, um, which is quite yeah. interesting. Um, what do you reckon about the scene with Lena and, and Vega? I thought it was actually. I thought with the music, and even though we didn't have much attachment to Lena because we've actually had three different actresses playing her <laughs> now. Um, I thought that was quite a powerful scene. I thought it was quite cheap and unearned. This is what I mean. I think having a woman die an agonising death, who's been in also in childbirth, it's bored, it was borderline. I thought it was quite tacky and a bit nasty, actually, because this is a character that we, we don't know really at all. We've had her in it for about maybe 15 minutes screen time. And then just to use her as a sort of trope of another agonising female death, I, I didn't really like uh, it at all. 
could have been worse, Lucy, if you followed the books. Yeah, it but I, I, haven't, actually, I haven't read the books and it shouldn't mm. be relevant no, at all to this scene. Yeah. It's, it's, it was not, it was offensive almost, I think, because it was trying to use, it was trying to get Garner emotion, which was completely unearned and it was all rushed. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I get that. I get that. And yet you've given it four bloobs, Lucy. That's why I was very surprised at that score. Yeah. Um, I, maybe I can retrospectively remove my four blueberries like you <laughs> no, did last time. No, John did no it. retrospective. Yeah, John yeah, did well, do I'll it. I'll do it at the end once I've remembered he, he everything tried. that happens. He tried. Uh, I think it's... Uh, a... I actually thought this was powerful. I thought this was powerful. Uh, sorry, Em. I, I have to say, like, we want to see... Criticise the show for, you know, the way it handled the first childbirth scene, right? And this time they've given the character a bit of ownership and a bit of uh, something that actually isn't in the books. They've given the character a decision, right? Her decision, right? And I think we have seen a bit bits and pieces of her to actually have a bit of a connection to her. She seems like a decent character, right? And, and I will say we've had a go at the show going, oh, we don't get any emotion from the dragons or something. This was a good I've scene. I've never said that. The dragons actually <laughs> I don't care if ha- they have emotions. Having... They're reptiles. Yeah. Cold-blooded. Well, no, they're not They're not stupid. They're not just reptiles. They are, they're supposed to be no, extremely so intelligent. I didn't say they were stupid. So yeah, I they think, weren't emotional. Yeah, so what I think what Len is alluding to is, um, early, uh, it might even have been after episode one, where <laughs> um, I think Gaz was, was talking about like not really getting this like the the dragons having different personalities yeah the connections (laughs) that's right which which is true um uh, em you i i'm I'm interested to hear because obviously we've got two two book readers here and yet len is correct this did not happen in the books and we could probably cover what happens in the books afterwards right oh yeah she just dies she just she just (laughs) has a stillborn baby and then she says, oh, I want to try and raid, ride Vagar one more time. And she just she makes her way to this like staircase and she just yeah, dies. I mean, okay, I mean, it's better than that. But anyway, go on. Go on, Em. So what, what, what were your like thoughts? Um, well, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to partially agree with Len that I did actually think it, it, it gave her a bit of ownership and a bit of autonomy where it could have gone. In a, I mean, I think having it the tragedy of having a stillborn child and then just collapsing and dying on stairs. I mean, that's just too much tragedy for this show. Um, I, I, I think that there is a lot of, and yes, okay, it happens, happened a lot in this sort of time that women will die in childbirth and, you know, choices are made as they were with Lady Emma, Queen Emma, um, and many, many other women, uh, not just in medieval times, but today. Uh, I'll just bring that up. However, and I think I thought it was a shame because, quite frankly, I got quite in. I got quite into Lena this episode. I was like, I want to get to know her. She seems really cool. Like, I really want to see more of her. You know, she's yeah. Like, (laughs) it would have hit harder had we seen more of her. Of course, yeah. I'm not against the actual idea of it, and I, I think yeah, the kind of the confusion of the dragon. I can see why that would be moving, but it's just I don't know who this woman is. Why are you giving her this horrible death? If that had happened in episode eight and we'd had two episodes of her, I think I'd have felt differently. Um, so I was a bit conflicted about it. And that's part of the reason why I gave this a three blue is because a lot of it I thought could have been really powerful, but fell flat. Mm. In the in the hot take that you and Gaz did, uh, yeah, Gaz we... was saying that he didn't connect the dots in terms of what was actually going on. So, So I think Gaz was saying like, you know why? Why would she? 
not save the baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you were saying that I mean the the baby was was already dead. I think in the books, she, I think in the yeah. book she gives birth to like a, a yeah like a monstrous baby, like, yeah 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 um, yeah. I guess pretty similar yeah. to to Daenerys in season one, right? Yeah, and it's uh, I I think the show just couldn't. I think they had to give a moment to a female character here in this <laughs> situation. Don't, yeah. Do you know what mm. I mean? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because it's, yeah. it's 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 got to the point where oh, I, 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 you know, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah. I don't disagree. Yeah. I, I, I just wonder whether or not there would be more people that would watch that scene and be like, is she still trying to give birth here? Like, what is what is going on? Yeah. Well, Aaron thought yeah, she was, was going to get yeah. the dragon to kind of like burn the baby out. So yeah, I don't think it was right. Out. <laughs> to be honest, Aaron. we need him on the podcast because some of the things he's coming out with recently. He was going to, yeah. sorry, yeah. so, so Vagar was going to burn the baby out of her. Yeah. Because he did say, oh, but, you know. He's a sweet summer child, isn't he? They can't <laughs> yeah. die of he fire, can they? He's a sweet, sweet they? summer boy. So he's on that line of, like, they can't yeah, die of fire. she's not a Targaryen. She's not, but she's of that bloodline. Honestly, the, the medical procedures yeah. that go on in your household are incredible. <laughs> Um, we'll get him on. We'll get him nah, on. Just burn the leprosy off. Unbelievable. Cut his head off as well and his arm. Um, um, yeah, like I... <laughs> uh, yeah, so obviously in, in the books, it's more of a, you know, she, her bond with Vagar is is that she wants to fly one more time. You know, she, she, yeah, wants, to, right. she wants to be empowered one more time because, you know, she's dead, basically. She's dying. I actually thought she was going to fly when she went out there. I thought she was going to fly home because she said, "I want to have this baby." At, you know, where I where I had my other children, where I was born. <laughs> Some of these theories, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, she's she going to go like, no, gonna ask Vagar his opinion on whether or not there are better doctors in the area. Um, and yeah, he's, yeah. he's he's like, "Look, I'm a, just a stupid reptile." <laughs> you know, I don't know what's Never going on. Stupid. To be honest, <laughs> I said emotionless. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've got no personality apparently, so don't be asking me because I'm in a mood. Um, what a weird dragon! Why are you saying dragon that? With no personality. Quite, this is quite a touching moment. Um, yeah, so uh, I think it would have been weird in the TV show if she tried to get to Vagar, couldn't, and then Damon just picks her up, takes her back to the bedroom, and then just watches over her as she dies. It kind of like it's just that was yep. that that would be. That would have no impact, given that we don't even we've spent no time with this actress, let alone the the character. Um, so I I thought it was quite a cool scene to watch. Um, is it a bit cheap that Dragon was a bit like, oh, you know, I don't want to really. So it's a bit rubbish, isn't it? Uh, we've seen Drogon act that way, no, but with, we spent um... seven seasons with Drogon, so. I know, well, we did sort of. I mean, he, then he really came into it when they were a little bit older. Anyway, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Like with their emotions, there was a different actor I, I, that I, played I, Drogon in the later <laughs> seasons. Time yeah. jump. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, so um, I don't know. Like as, as a as a spectacle, it was quite cool to to watch. Um, I don't think Matt Smith was very happy because they were like, "No, you got to like act like shocked, haven't you?" <laughs> and he just sort of ran out there and just. Oh, uh. Later. Just... <laughs> um, okay. 
Well, let's move back to King's Landing, where to make peace, Rhaenyra proposes that her son Jace marry Princess Helena, Alicent's daughter. I thought this was a smart Mm. move. Makes perfect sense. Why wouldn't you just accept this? And then everything's golden. Um, (laughs) I love how Viserys is like, this is amazing. This is the (laughs) best thing of all time. He's just like, this is the best idea I've ever heard. Like just completely out of it. And we will say that John John's right. He is doesn't look a zombie uh, in this episode. Um, he looks. I said it in the hot take. He looks like Bilbo when he's lost the ring. <laughs> like you know what I mean. It's just he's just fucking. Just you know that bit where he like yeah. lunges yeah. At, at Frodo uh, in Rivendell. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, boy. Sorry. <laughs> he looks like that. Genuinely terrifying. Mm. Um. I thought Helena is quite an interesting character. We see a little bit of a, a chat with her is and she... her mother earlier on. She, she's a dreamer. She's a dragon Compos dreamer. Mentis. Um, she's seemed... a dreamer, Lucy. Well, that's what that's the correct very... term for the Targaryen. Why is she playing with her? What are those things? Millipede, centipede. <gasps> I think it's a millipede. Rancid. It looks huge. Horrible. Massive bug. Millipede. Unbelievable. <laughs> Too massive um, a bug. But some of... <laughs> massive fucking bug. That's horrible. Some of the things she says. Are going to come true. Mm. So that's very interesting. Somebody's throwaway lines. Really spoiler just... warning. So, I wasn't it? listening to her though. I was just thinking. No, well, Lucy wasn't... doesn't listen to anything. So she, she, look. I was she, thinking she about the bug. Listen, listen to... think about how the gross bug. it was. Like, Lucy's like, how many legs that bug got? <laughs> well, you should see <laughs> the size of the bug that she ends up claiming. It's amazing. Yeah, honestly. Big bug. Amazing. Giant big bugs. bugs. Yeah. Um, bug of the yeah, it's like Honey, I Shot My Kids. Oh, a massive ant. Honey, I Shot My Kids. Anti, yeah. anti the ant, oh. anti dragon. I mean, that Alicent didn't couldn't be the you know man enough to take up the sensible offer of peace because she's such a bitter old wench, isn't it? Or woman enough, yeah. Um, Emma? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, Come on, she doesn't deserve to be woman enough. Yes, petty oh. old cow. There you go. Turned it around. Oh. Um, is it a little bit annoying, Len? Sorry that. It's very one-sided at the moment. It's like... Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. The greens oh. just look like proper bell ends. You know, there's... It's a full... It's a big problem. And I've actually written it here, John, in my notes. I've I, I, I've put... There is... Especially with what happens with Laris later on. Uh, there is just... It's just horrible, that side. Like, it's weird how we've gone from episode five, where Alison <laughs> was actually a bit more sympathetic than Rhaenyra, in my opinion. Um, Rhaenyra was doing reckless things she was acting like a brat she was you know not really thinking about her actions um, and now we've got it feels like Alison uh, has just grown into this not very likeable at all I, I don't see any redeeming features in her in her performance at the moment I'm sure that could change Crispy's obviously a massive dickhead Kristen Tosser Aegon literal Tosser out of a window like literal Tosser yeah, yeah. And 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 Aemond at the moment seems sweet, but you know he's not the nicest in the book. So it's an interesting. Um, <laughs> I think I think the show has a big problem that it needs to sort out, which it has to give Alison some form of uh, of likability back, because otherwise everyone's just going to be like, kill them all, kill all the greens, kill them now, yeah. you know, Burn Team Rhaenyra, and that that is a problem because even though Cersei and you disliked Cersei, right, you understood her better. Right, and there were moments in there where you can sympathise with her, which is mad. I know it was six or seven seasons until we get to that point, or whatever. But but there there are moments in there 
where that happens. So hopefully they can develop her better and give her some more likable characters on her side of the divide. <laughs> um, but let's crack on because we've got a, a big divide that happens in the yard uh, where uh, the new dickhead version of Crispy clearly favors favors all of Alicent's kids um, and Harwin. So Harwin Strong takes offense to this. Uh, Very karate kid, the, isn't the it? Cult. <laughs> yeah, sweep the it leg. Is. It is. Oh, what are you doing? Yeah. Sweep the, the kids, leg, mate. No mercy. No mercy. <laughs> Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Um, great show. Go watch Cobra Kai now. Bloody love it. Um, uh, but you know, and then Harwin beats the shit out of Kristen Cole after he sort of goads him uh, into sort of trying to say, "Oh, who, are these your kids? They don't look anything like." No, no, no. So this was a great scene because I also like the fact that Viserys is in the going look look Lionel look how lovely <laughs> the boys are they're getting on so well I'm so happy fucking he's oblivious that man well I mean and and that's the I mean that's the theme isn't it he's just so um his his want for everything to work out as it as it should it's just not realistic. And his naivety is really starting to to shine now. Um, yeah. Uh, oh well. What can you do, eh? What can you do? Mm. I said this before. It's, he's a nice guy, and unfortunately, that has made for a bad king because he's he's the most protected sort of character that we've seen in this. He's kind of like Toman, sweet Toman. He was he was a nice kid, but like if Toman <laughs> had grown up and no, no bad influences, it was just yeah, Tom and Toman. Uh, and was just nice um you know it's just not going to work you need to have a bit of a ruthless edge to you you need to make the 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 tough decisions and unfortunately by him trying to appease everybody he is literally you just literally he's overlooking the biggest problem that the realm realm has seen in like hundreds of years and he's looking at it seeing there's no problem you know but there's a huge problem everyone like lionel's sat there just going oh my god we are fucked and he's he's now lost his sort of most honest counsel in Lionel. So who is actually looking out for well, his, he'll the be interests the next of the realm now? I don't know. Oh. Well, Dang. who will it be? Don't tell me, Len. I don't want to know. Yeah. But, you I'm know, sure. just as a hypothetical just... question. Len's got, like, his top ten guesses bit, and he's just going to tell you yeah. everything that happens. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> um No, so, um, so Lionel Strong offers his uh, resignation as Hand of the King, um because of what Harwin did in the yard. Viserys refuses, but allows him to take him back to Harrenhal with, uh, so that he can go there and then Harwin can be Lord Paramount over Harrenhal. Um, Harwin has an emotional farewell to Rhaenyra and her children, which implies that he is their father. Uh, I thought that was quite a sweet scene, and I want to see more of Harwin. Yeah, I'm well up for seeing Harwin. No chance, mate. What a <laughs> handsome baby daddy, good role model. Yeah. yeah. Great hair. Yeah. Great hair. Very honourable. Break bones. Do we... I mean, you could be... I suppose you know from the book, maybe, because it wasn't clear from the show. Was she just kind of, you know, I need heirs. I'm not going to get them from my husband. You're up. Or was they actually in love? Um, uh, well, you don't know, because no, once know, again, yeah. the, the, book, the, the book is like... The book doesn't tell you anything, really. It's, it's like facts. It's like, Rhaenyra had children. People noted that they didn't yeah, look like okay. uh, Lainor, uh, and they all had a strong resemblance to Harwin Strong. And then there's just you know incidents of people calling them out and stuff. Um, so you don't really know, which is quite which is why this this show is good 
for, from a book reader's perspective because it's giving us all these colourful interpretations. But I feel of like these I still don't events. know whether they were actually, whether she actually loved him or not. I felt like they had a connection, like an emotional connection. It didn't just feel like you know, sexy time, baby making. But was that his <laughs> it, her it did paramour? Seem like a connection. Was oh, I don't it know. did seem like a connection? Yeah, like that goodbye. That goodbye he gives where he strokes her arm. And I know it's, he can't do anything overt, obviously, but she looks at him and she looks a bit sad. You know, she looks very sad. And, and I think if he'd have grabbed her ass, it's like, these guys are taking oh, the piss, fucking honest, hell. honestly. <laughs> but also, I mean, think about it this way. They've clearly been at it for 10 years, Neron. So it, that can't just be about... I mean, it, might, it might just be to provide airs so people don't it. ask questions. I mean, there's, there's no reason why she wouldn't want to have sex with him, you know, handsome man, but... I just didn't know because with, with Crispin, all about that. Isn't it? You know that yeah, you felt they've it. got a they've got an emotional <laughs> connection. But with this, he, he's introduced. It's not you can read between the lines and see that yes, he is the father, and then he's dead, and it's like oh, okay, so we're never going to know about that then. Cool. Fair point, Liz. Fair point. Um, I hope there was a little relationship there because I, I really like Harwin. Um, Alison then confides in 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 Laris Strong. Big mistake, Alison. Yeah, Sasquatch. Huge as we've called yeah, it in this Bigfoot. podcast. Uh, Bigfoot. Uh, she wishes uh, that her father was still a hand of the king. Then out of nowhere at Harrenhal, Sir Lionel and Harwin die in a fire, uh, which apparently has been orchestrated by their family member, Laris. Um, son and brother. Wow. No? Correct. It escalated quick, brother. didn't it? He's a good, he's a good villain. He's a good, yeah. it's a good performance. And it's just... It's a good it, performance. It's a good performance. Equally good. Um, <laughs> is he going to be like the first spider? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good question. Like, Because I feel like his character's a sort of a, a, a mix between Littlefinger and <laughs> yeah. Varys. You know, Laris he's, he's got a bit of both Varys, going on. Yeah. He's a good, char- yeah, he's a good character, though. And it, the way it just well, it goes is... quite horrific so quickly. I'm like, now it's Game of Thrones. Something awful's happened. Unexpectedly. Mm, pretty cool, though, wasn't it? Yeah, her reaction is also very, very uh, good. No, but uh, she's like, I didn't say that. I didn't say. Oh, I didn't want that to happen. Mm. I didn't want that to happen. Oh, what have you done, Laris? What have you done? Um, It's interesting here that Harren Hall. (laughs) We see more of Harren Hall, um, uh, and we talked about it being cursed Mm. uh, earlier in the season. And of course, we know that from from Game of Thrones. But you know. Ever since Aegon came over and that castle was finished, he burned it to the ground. He's coming over? Aegon. (laughs) Oh, fuck. We're fucked. And we're conquered. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) anyone anyone who's a lord... um, It's no longer a lord. ...who's lived in there since has died a horrible death. So it's quite interesting. And it's interesting to note that that sort of continues up until Game of Thrones because that is still the sort of fear of anyone who inherits that land or or... those Bad castles land. there, so it's inter- it's interesting. And in the book, obviously, they're like it says, and then later that year, in a fire, Harwin and Lionel died at Harrenhal. Some say it was uh, the curse of Harrenhal, and others say it was um, the sea snake who took offence, and others say it was even you know, yeah. So there's this sort of little throwaway line of people thinking it could be someone. Yeah, there's like three three sus- interest- suspects, I think. <clears throat> Laris was one of yeah, them. Damon is one of them. And Damon is one of them. And the Sea Snake's the other, I think. And um, it's interesting to note like how the show... And I think this is interesting because obviously the book's just like 
X, Y, Z happens. Maybe this person <laughs> did this. The, sh- the show is going, uh, hey, all of the worst possible versions of these events that you can imagine, we're going for those, which I really quite enjoy. Because yeah, <laughs> it just kind of makes it so much more dramatic, so much more interesting. Um, and yeah, like I, I like the fact they're interpreting uh, these events in that way. Uh, I put in here, he's gone full little finger chaos speech with his own, uh, sort of narration at the end. Um, which was quite good, I thought. He was like, oh, you might want to reward me in the future. Might be rewarded, you know. Um, anyway, I thought, it was, I, thought, I thought it was quite good. I thought Laris' stuff he was quite is, good. I think and he I'm is good. I'm devastated. Yeah, he plays it, his like, his expressions and everything. Um, is that really what she wanted? Like, again, this, is, this isn't me saying I want a direct answer. I'm just thinking out loud. Because if you want evidence of... Um, the children being bastards, getting rid of the dad, who's the only real sort of proof of what of the lineage, doesn't seem that smart. I think it's more of a she wants she wanted the hand of the king gone, um, and that's why she was annoyed back. when Viserys didn't accept his resignation. Well, the potential for her dad to come back or someone who's more aligned to her, yeah. Because well, so, she comes out with that um, childish line, doesn't she? Of, who's on my side? Oh, on your um, dick. Ah, uh, he. Which is he will just... be partial to me. I wanted to punch him <laughs> like, oh. in the face. Now he's a spoiled <laughs> cunt. You. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, she... she be... Jesus. What? <laughs> two, two... No, you're right. You're right. You are right. Totally right. Bang on, Liz. <laughs> That's what I mean. She's not likeable. Like, the things that she says, they... they it's taken an hour they... for me to hate her. After five, oh, hour, I, I five hours of really, all right. really dislikable like you, you just don't like anything that she does uh so they're re- they're gonna have to do something because now Rhaenyra and my next note and the final note of this podcast is Rhaenyra and Lenor and their children re- relocate to uh Dragonstone um which is a smart move because like Lenor says the storm is coming and it's only a matter of time especially with what's happened to Lionel and to Harwin um I'm actually uh, on your note earlier Lucy I'm interested to see and I hope we get it a reaction of Rhaenyra to the news about Harwin. Yeah. Uh, because I assume if we, we don't see it. that, I'm going to be raging. I assume we'll get it. I quite like, I mean, you did talk about it on the um, hot take. I listened to that, obviously. Um, <laughs> about their relationship, Rhaenyra and Lainor. And as much as he is a bit of a waste of space in some ways, like, there is like a mutual respect and they kind of, the fact that she was like, bring him. I quite like that. Like, again, she's... Why is he a waste of space? Going out, getting drunk because he's she just had a baby. Yeah, shagging but some come bloke on. when she's no, he's a bit of a waste of space. I think. I, I think you're right. Though. Oh. I thought their chemistry was really good. I, I it's like, like the a team. real, it's yeah, like a real partnership, good. and it's obviously yeah. worked for yeah. this long. Um, and there, I think there is some mutual respect. I don't think he's awful, but I do think you know you see him like. Well, at least this not... guy can act. Yes, he's he's good. He's a, right. he's a real improvement. Good point. Um, and I, yeah, I just quite yeah. like to see that that kind of mutual understanding we saw when they were betrothed is carrying on 10 years later. Yeah. My favourite scene uh, (laughs) is when he's outside and he's, you know, smashing his sword against the other guy's sword. And they're like, yeah, just playing and that. Just, you know, best mates, isn't it? Just doing Mm. fighting and that. Just boys things. Um, Just doing boy (laughs) stuff. Yeah, nothing, you know, suspect. And... um, you know, the, the queen comes out, or sorry, the princess comes out, and it's like, yeah, 
you know, we're off, we're, we're leaving here, to be honest. And he's like, oh, right, okay. Because I was just doing this with, with this guy. She's like, no. She <laughs> goes, you know what? Bring him along. Bring your gay mate along. Um, yeah. And he's like, yay. <laughs> um, <laughs> he looks yeah. so happy. I quite like you? it. He yeah. looks so happy. I quite like yeah. it. I think it's cute. Oh, bring it's your boyfriend nice along. Cute. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, good that. Really cracked me up. Good. Really cracked me up. Um, be interesting to see how that develops. You know, potentially in the uh, next episode. It will. <laughs> it will. Uh, and that's it for this episode of The Plot. We're going to move on to feedback quickly. And, of course, you can write to us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. P.O. Box. at gmail.com. <laughs> or P.O. Box us. Um, uh, I'll give you John's address. <laughs> Definitely not. Send all of your weird effigies <laughs> to John in the post. Yeah. Um, bizarre. Uh, we've gone very long on this podcast, uh, way over our usual runtime, so I'll be quick here. Uh, Douglas has written in to say, you guys, have you guys seen The Serpent Queen? <clears throat> the Serpent <laughs> Queen, you should add it to your roster. Okay. Uh, I think it's just, that's just come out here. Yeah, uh, and Emma, it sounds like the sort of thing you'd definitely watch. Yeah, read me the blurb then. Um, well, no, read the blurb <laughs> in your own time. <laughs> <laughs> just say we're running late. Running long, rather. <laughs> We're running late. Yeah. Okay, so I'll read you the uh, <laughs> the longest blurb I can find. No, I'm joking. Do a podcast on uh, that right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just tag it on the end. <laughs> back to back. Extra special. Yeah. Back to back. Um, he says, uh, Douglas says, love your show. Big fan. Sending you good vibes from Chicago. That's nice, isn't it? The Windy City. Mm. Yeah. Illinois. Love that state. So uh, <laughs> tell you what, guys, just a quick point on Chicago. If you haven't seen a show called The Bear, watch it. I thought that we were running late, show. or no? Uh, sorry, we are. <laughs> blurb yeah, on yeah, that. Sorry. Yeah, what's going on here? Yeah, blurb on The Bear coming up. Thanks, Douglas. Um, do you remember we had uh, Christopher write in with the title updates, John? Uh, and Lucy, I think, yes. was on that podcast as well. With the blood. <clears throat> yeah, with the blood and that. Um, yeah, on the ball, the blood and that. Uh, he, he, he's back with more titled up- updates. And he says, I'm back with more title updates. <laughs> There's now... New lines of blood from Damon, uh, Rhaenyra, and the Valyrians uh, in the main title sequence. So they are updating it. Shame it's not more obvious like the map was mm. uh, in Westeros when they updated it. Nice. Oh, I mean, I, I fast uh, forward it, um, but maybe I maybe I, I should skip it. Maybe I shouldn't if it changes. Ge- genuinely, yeah. um, does it I matter? skip it because I don't want to hear the news and titles just... monitor. Yeah, it's true. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Weird, isn't it? How we don't want to hear the Game of Thrones yeah, music it pisses because me off. we're quite frustrated at it that they didn't make their own new piece of music. And I've heard them say the reason they kept it was because that people love the music so much. Well, it's right. it's, it's worked against <clears throat> us. <laughs> so you fucked up, didn't you? Kit Harrington just turns up as just a new character. That's Jon Snow. What's he doing in this? We've had to hire someone to watch the credits for us. They're I'm definitely not winning there. Before, yeah, that's right. Before we go... Uh, the new series that's coming out probably in a couple of years, which is definitely going to happen, it seems, called Snow, a, a sequel series to Game of Thrones. Do you think they're going to use the Game of Thrones music? Probably. I'm not watching it. I'm not um, watching it either, so you'll have to let me know. Maybe. Maybe they'll have one like that will be like wolves howling the Game of Thrones tune. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. that's depressed that's Father Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's called Snow, so that would make a lot of sense, uh, to be fair. 
That's true. Ah, oh, works perfectly. Thank you. The Christmas Night King. <laughs> <laughs> the Night King before Christmas. Oh my god! Ooh, this shit writes yeah, itself. Yeah. It writes that itself, man. That is good. Yeah, it does. Um, trying to think of more no. Christmas. No, films. we haven't no, got time. Have we? Okay, um... <laughs> I'll write in for next week. We're on the clock. We're on Here's the, clock. the blurb on snow. No, I'm <laughs> all right we've got to go um thank you everyone for listening of course as i said write into us fan critical podcast at gmail.com go to the patreon patreon.com forward slash fan critical uh please do share and subscribe to the podcast i want to thank my fellow podcasters uh thank you lady lucy no time Aaron, thank See you very ya. much thanks for naming me <laughs> thanks no len well done uh, thanks guys emma lady emma go back to gareth he's crying i hear yeah, in the background sobbing too. cradle him to sleep and uh, Bronze John thank you very much actually one more question no not really <laughs> can I get the blurb on that though <laughs> no alright thanks so Good. Bye. bye bye bye, bye.